Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, lovelies. I believe I took on more than one person can handle by adding a YouTube channel, but life is all about balance, right? February has came and went, and I have enjoyed researching Black history more in depth. I wanted to post more facts on my social media account that I hope you are following, but was glad to have posted what I could. I am looking forward to the next month as I have decided to release two episodes per week. Yay! Seriously, I am trying to release at least 52 episodes this year, and I love connecting with you all, and I just want to do it more and more. This is indeed the last week of February, but please know the Black History Facts will not stop at February. Today, I am talking about a topic that not only affects Black culture, but all cultures. Uh, But before I get more into that, I wanted to encourage you to visit my website, beyourownkind.com and check out the latest articles and YouTube videos. I encourage you to comment or contact me if there is a particular topic you want to discuss. Also, Monday through Friday at noon Eastern Time, I host a live um, Instagram talking about various random topics. Also, if you are interested in supporting the platform or want to send a product or etc. in the mail, please check the description box for details. Please know that I appreciate your listenership and support. Okay, today's topic is microaggression. Per Google, microaggressions are verbal and nonverbal insults that intentionally or unintentionally communicate a negative message to target a said group. An example of this uh, could be a white woman locking her car door when a black guy is walking her way, or a man commenting to a woman of being on her period when she appears irritated. Per Google, there are three types of microaggressions. The first type of microaggression is microassault, which is an explicit racial derogation characterized primarily by verbal or nonverbal attack through name calling or avoiding behavior. An example of this are derogatory slurs or denying someone's service um, due to their culture or sexual orientation. Number two is a microinsult, verbal and nonverbal communications that subtly convey rudeness and insensitivity and demean a person's racial heritage and identity. An example of this is advising a woman what to do with her body or stating that everyone from the Middle East is a terrorist. And the last and third type of microaggression is microinvalidation. This negates a person's thoughts or feelings. Um, This can be a part of any relationship. One example that I can think of related to the workplace is uh, management ignoring a sexual harassment complaint from a man or woman. I first caught wind of microaggression from an episode of New Amsterdam. A teenager's body developed tumors from stress that was derived from racism. 
He was at a very prestigious school, but the staff was discriminating against him. This episode was an, had, was an interesting take as I've never equated health issues to racism. Stress is a major silent killer as it has a way of diminishing our bodies over time. After watching this episode, it pricked the question, are some diseases that are designated to particular cultures related to cultural stresses? For example, could high blood pressure in African Americans be linked to cultural stress or is obesity in the Mexican American culture related to the daily prejudice they face? And of course, diet and lifestyle plays a part, yet and still, stress does not help the situation. So how do we eliminate microaggression? Although a great question, it is very hard to answer. Microaggressions are not always intentional and some behaviors are simply learned. The easy answer is for all of us to unlearn certain behaviors and become more cognizant of how we treat others. We are all guilty of playing into these stereotypes. The best thing we can do is treat people how we would like to be treated and deal with people on an individual basis. Before I close, I am reminded of my English undergraduate class when my Asian American classmate explained in length the pressure he felt to be smart since that is what was expected of him. Someone commented that being labeled culturally as intelligent is not a bad stereotype and that they just didn't understand why he was stressed out. The Asian student replied that there is no such thing as a positive stereotype. He would just like to be seen as a person. He says that he was not a super scholar and he is just as American as everyone else. At that time, it meant something to me. But this experience speaks even louder to me today. What are your thoughts on this topic? What are effective ways to minimize microaggressions? Let me know your thoughts. Until next time, be your own kind. Bye. Thank you.